Welcome to the Porch Cast, the podcast where we talk about being a creative business owner and all the crazy ups and downs that go along with that. I'm your host, Kristen Sweeting, and I can't wait to get started. Hey everyone, it's Kristen, and I am back on the Porch Cast. It's been about six months since I've recorded one of these, and almost every day I think about it because I love when I hear from y'all that you've been binge listening to these episodes, and um, I really enjoy making them so much. But there has been quite a few things happening in my business and life since the last time I made one of these, and for a while I just had to pull back and focus on creating some assets for my business that were going to serve me longer term. Um, So I put a pause on a bunch of things, including this podcast, but I'm so excited to pick it back up because it really is so much fun. Um, And I am sitting in my little pink studio. If you follow me on Instagram, you know that I just recently built this little studio guest house behind my house, and it has a pink vintage fridge in it and a cute pink rug, and it's snowing outside. So anyway, it's kind of the perfect day and location to be podcasting, and I'm glad that you're here in my studio with me. So since we last chatted on my porch, a few things have happened. Um, I finally made my first online course. This has been something I've had on my to-do list for a few years, honestly. Like I've had ideas for things. I've been told by coaches I need to make an online course. Um, I feel like everyone is kind of scrambling to make one right now. Um, And I just didn't feel like it. Like it just felt hard and felt like something I didn't want to do or there was some block for some reason. Um, So today I'm going to talk about some of the different ways I got past some blocks um, and some of the things I learned from launching two things. One, my online course, Danger School, which is my four-week online business coaching course for creatives. Um, And then also launching almost right after that, my year-long intensive mastermind, which is a 12-month program, includes an online aspect, but also like four in-person meetups, weekly coaching calls, access to online uh, one-on-one coaching. It is an intense program. And I did these launches back-to-back, and I learned so much in the process. Like I worked my ass off, excuse me, for a whole year and then really have seen um, just so much come back from that hard work. So I want to tell you some of the things I learned from that. And maybe you're in a place where you're like, I am ready to do an online course myself, but I'm scared or I am thinking about how to expand my business, but I don't know how to yet. Um, This is what this podcast is about. So as you know, I have been a wedding photographer for about 10 years, and I love it. I love doing weddings for my clients. I love getting to work with them, and I've always had this mentality that less is more. I never wanted to be the photographer that was doing 50 weddings a year. I've had different autoimmune issues and different things that like sometimes I get really tired, and so I've tried to build a business around like protecting my energy. Um, and so I've done that with weddings. I've limited it to, you know, 10 to 15 weddings. I've done all of those right things. I've raised my prices. I've kept going up and up. Um, 
But I was ready for more, and I have been coaching other photographers and creatives for a while um, and was ready to move into some of the more online spaces. So one of the biggest things I realized through going through this process is that if you don't have a big enough reason to create something, like create a course, build a course, like if your reason is not big enough and you're the pain behind it um, or the motivation behind it is not great enough, it's probably not going to happen. So let me tell you, making an online course is hard. It takes a lot of time. It um, You feel like you're building something that like maybe you'll put all this effort into it and no one will buy it. And that would be so devastating, right? Is if we put all this effort into something and then no one wants it. Um, and so one of the biggest hurdles to creating a course and what I've coached people through too, one of the biggest hurdles is our own mindset. And so you have to create this urgency um, in your own life or in your own mind of like, I need to do this. So I'll tell you some of my motivators. Um, One was, so my son is four now. So he's still young. He's still not in school full-time. Um, he goes very part-time to a preschool. Um, and, and I think time with him is really precious. Um, so one of my motivators is it was harder and harder for me to give up full days to go and do big photo shoots, to, um, travel and do, I loved doing the study abroad workshops, like the full week workshops overseas. Um, but like giving up a lot of time with, my son was hard for me. And so weddings were getting harder. Um, Being away on the weekends was getting harder. I also fell in love with someone who has a nine to five job. Um, And so like the only time I get to see him is on the weekends. And so giving up weekends for weddings started getting more painful. Um, I felt like I was giving up relationship time with people I loved for work. And so, um, And so part of wanting to grow my business in this way was to create more time freedom and more relationship equity freedom for myself um, and to really get to enjoy these years with my um, with my son while he's young. Um, So so with him being with me so much, um, I started recording Danger School at night. I'd stay up really late. Like there was a lot of hard work, a lot of um, a lot of sacrifice that went into making this program. But what kept me going was one, having the, having the reason, knowing that what I wanted was to create more freedom for my life and my family, um, and like more relationship freedom, um, for myself. And then also having a really big why, why was I wanting to create this program for other people? Um, I have done a lot of work to create freedom and um, options for myself and for Hudson. And um, there was a a time in my life where I was so anxious constantly about money and about work and about staying fully booked and what if people don't book me and you get on this hamster wheel cycle and I see so many creatives get on it where like you could be the most talented photographer ever 
but sometimes there are lulls in booking and you're like, what is wrong? And instantly you go into your head and you feel like something's wrong with me. Why are people not booking me? Why am I stressed about money again? And it happens about this time. So maybe you're in this place right now about like January, February, every year I would have this major meltdown and freak out of like, what if we're not going to be okay this time? Um, have you had that? Are you there right now? Let me know because it is so common, especially when each year we have to spend so much time marketing for our creative services just to make sure we have our basic needs covered. So part of my passion to make this program, to make Danger School, is to help creatives not hit that place every three months or every six months or however often you're hitting it and to have a lot of joy and confidence in your business and in staying fully booked so that you can actually enjoy the process of creating art for people, creating beauty for people, uh, shooting their wedding, shooting their like, you know, photography, or, um, I have a lot of artists in different, um, different modalities that take the course too, of just like getting to enjoy it and not be so frustrated all the time of like, no one's buying it. What's going to happen to me? Um, so my why, my personal why and my professional why were really big and painful to me. And I knew that I had to do this right now. So if you're in this place, you're starting to think about creating a course or doing something to expand your business. What is your why behind it? What do you, what is it going to do to help other people? And then what is it going to do to change your life and make that big and painful, because that will motivate you. Um, There is a mark that you want to leave on the world or there is a change you want to make to your own personal life. And that is what is going to help you get through the hard part of making the course. And then you get to the fun part of seeing it make a difference in people's lives, including your own life. So the second thing that I learned from this process is that you need to sell it before you make it. And this might seem a little bit backwards, but a lot of people get really into like, I'm going to make this thing. I'm going to make it perfect. Everyone's going to love it. I'm going to put it out to the world on Instagram and instantly everyone's going to buy it. And that's not really the way it works for most people, unless you're incredibly lucky or have like a huge following base. Um, Really, the key to creating something and even to helping yourself make it is to sell it before you make it. Um, So one of the best things I did when I was launching Danger School was I created a a beta group to help me make the course. So I sold it at a discounted rate and I had a group of people who went through each section as I made it. And I honestly, I did not make another section until we had gone through the first section. And then there was like people, there were people waiting for me to create the second part. So that was huge for me is having a group of people who were depending on me to make the next part, to walk them through it, um, to help me make it awesome for them. And I had people who were constantly giving me feedback and making it better and telling me what they needed from the next section, what they needed to be learning. And that is huge because if you're, we make a lot of assumptions about what people need based on our own lives, because you know, we, we see what goes on in our own heads and our own hearts and in our own businesses. But a lot of times we don't know how other people are, 
uh, perceiving, perceiving their own business or walking through their own things, like someone might be completely opposite of you. And what they need help with is what you're strong with. And so having a group of people who is there helping you make it is huge. So sell it before you make it. This helps with accountability, helps with motivation, and it's going to make you make a better program because you're going to be um, walking through it with people who need it. Um, The third thing I learned from this process of launching my online course and my mastermind is that you have to up-level all the other parts of your life and business too as your income goes up. So one thing that is really, um, I see it happen a lot and I've seen the tendency for it to happen to me too, is that when we have some major jump in income or all of a sudden we're having some success, we have this desire to, like we don't feel comfortable anymore. We feel exposed, we feel scared, uh, and we tend to want to like sabotage that a little bit or not bring enough support around us to maintain that level of growth. So like if you, you um, and you can start, you can pick up on it in yourself if you like, okay, you went from having a few clients to now a ton of clients and now you're not giving the same level of service that you were giving before. You're letting things slide. You're not answering emails on time. All of those are very small ways of self-sabotaging. And it means that you're not bringing in the support around you to maintain that level of growth. So sometimes we see these spikes in growth where you jump ahead and you're like, yeah, things are going great. And then you hit a slump because you have not up-leveled the other parts of your life, or we like we all have a tendency to do this. You have not up-leveled your team, your support, your mentors, your um, your even personal life choices, like personal care, personal um, health choices around you to be able to support this new level of business. You really have like recreated a different level of your business. Um, And so that is why I am so passionate about my mastermind is here I have a group of creatives who has jumped, is like working on all this growth where they're jumping um, up, they're doing new things, they're doing scary things. And so if you don't have people around you, community around you, mentors around you to help support you in that jump, it's very likely that you'll start sliding back or create ways of sabotaging or just like not knowing how to handle that level of growth. It's very normal. Like we don't know what we don't know. You know, if we are used to operating at one level of business and then you skyrocket to another, of course you don't know how to handle that. You've never done it before. So bring the people around you who are going to be very supportive of you. Um, With this, be careful who you share your ideas with. And this isn't because like, oh, someone might steal it. It's not that. When you have a new, fresh, beautiful idea, it's like a tiny little flower um, and it's beautiful and it um, is exciting and you're excited to see how it like continues to bloom and grow. And so if you show like your sweet little flower, it's like very vulnerable at this moment, your idea for whatever you want to build or grow in. So you have this sweet little flower and you show it to a friend and your friend goes, that's not going to work. Instantly your flower shrivels 
or you show it to your peer and they're like, yeah, everyone does that. And then your idea shrivels. So when you're in this stage, you want to be very protective of your sweet little idea because there's a reason that inspiration found you. Um, I love how Elizabeth Gilbert talks about this in um, Big Magic of like an idea finds you and then like, what are you going to do with it when inspiration strikes? So make sure you take really good care of your idea and share it with people who you know are going to be supportive and encouraging, especially while you're at that very, very vulnerable, scary stage. Um, And then also up-leveling the parts of your life like personal health. Make sure you're taking care of your body, getting enough sleep. Um, doing things to feed yourself because as you're increasing your output, you need to increase your input as well. Um, And the number four is stop trying to do it alone. This ties in with the last one, but building a team has been so important to the success of these launches for me. So as a as a single mom raising a young child, or really any mo- any mom or any dad or anyone who is juggling a bunch of things, you have so many things on your plate. And if you try to be the only person that is tending all of the things, it's going to be very difficult to grow and to do it in a healthy way while you're like still maintaining sanity. Because that's my that's my thing is that like I start noticing my like my um uh, I'm like okay. I'm not doing super well personally. I need to take a step back, figure out how I need some more support, bring people around me to make this better. Um, so stop. I stopped trying to do it alone. Um, here, here are the different things I've hired in the last couple of years that have really helped me. And there might be different things for you, but this, like, I, when I think about my personal life and my business life, I always start with like, what is the most frustrating thing on my plate or what like am I procrastinating a lot that might be like a really good sign that something does not need to be on your plate um so for me a silly thing is I hate folding laundry like laundry will sit around my room for forever like I am an adult woman who has been doing my laundry since I was eight years old and like still I hate doing hate doing it So I started hiring um, a part-time household manager. She comes in, she does some tidying, some straightening, um, and she does my laundry. And it's amazing. And I feel 0% bad about it because that time is freeing me up to be with my son or to be investing back in my business. So start thinking about what what is creating extra stress in your life or your business that you can outsource. Um, I've also hired an executive assistant, someone who can help manage my calendar, um, my emails. Um, she is just amazing. So she can help run my programs so that like if I cannot be active in the Facebook group one day, she can be active in there. Um, and that is so important because if you are if you're growing something and trying to scale it and it's all on your shoulders, that is it's going to do the opposite of what you created it for. So like I created this course to create more freedom for myself and for others. And if it's all on me, that goes against what I originally wanted, you know, like it, it takes away my freedom. So having a team member has opened up so many opportunities for me to go and do other things, to grow even farther and to spend time taking care of myself and my son, which is really important to me. 
Um, so remove yourself as the bottleneck in the things that you're trying to grow. That was the other thing is when I hired my executive assistant, she started making money for me that I was like blocking because I was the bottleneck to some of these streams of income. And when I just removed myself and let her take it, more money started coming in too. So it's really easy for us to be like, I can't afford to hire someone yet. And a lot of times the thing is you can't afford not to hire someone. Um, Start building your team, even if it's in a very small way, even if it's just in someone coming and cleaning your house once a week, like start building the team around you because you are about to jump off into huge things. Okay, number five is practicing self-compassion will make you a better leader. You are a human. So one of the things when we start growing, we start, um, maybe we start being a leader in our in our industry, in our community. Um, we think like, oh, I have to always do this perfectly. And that is, is going to lead to a lot of of pain and frustration for you. And it also is not the most honest, um, the most honest type of leadership because we want to be empowering other people. We want to be leading from a place of humility. And doing that starts with admitting that we're human and that we need rest and we need food and sometimes we get sick and um, we can't do everything and sometimes we don't have the answer. Um, And that is okay. Uh, I recently had a medical thing come up where I had to reschedule a bunch of meetings. I had my executive assistant reschedule a bunch of things for me. And it just reminded me how important having compassion on yourself is, showing people that it's okay to be human and asking for help, how important that is, and it will make you a better leader. And then number six is don't chase launches. So... I tend to be the excited puppy who wants to launch something new every five seconds because there's like a high to it. (laughs) It's like, ooh, what new workshop can I launch today? Or like, what new thing can I do? Or maybe I should do three study abroad workshops this year instead of one. And so, um, and so, but it's like, I get so excited about an idea. I don't want to like lose that idea. So I... I just chase launches. I'm like, this new thing, this new thing, this new thing. And sometimes, really most of the time, the best thing to do is to really streamline your offers to decide that this is something I'm investing a lot of time and money into. And this other thing is a thing I'm investing a lot of time and money into. Um, And I'm going to channel all of my creativity and all my energy into making those things amazing for the people that are in them and continuing to market them. Um, once you've created something that is only step one of the, of the, of the problem or the, uh, the growth journey, because then you have to figure out how to sell it. And that can be a whole new adventure. Um, and then you have to figure out how to execute an awesome program and how to create community and how to um, help people have amazing transformations. So um, make sure you're not getting distracted by the new shiny object and continuing to launch new things where you just feel like you're running around like a chicken with its head cut off, um, trying to pursue too many things. Um, Because then when, when you feel like you're not succeeding 
in all of those small things, there's a lot of frustration and a lot of burnout and overwhelm. Whereas if you cut maybe two of those things off and just focused on one, you'd have more energy to really fill that program, create something awesome, um, care for the people that are in it. So um, one of my biggest pieces of, of advice that I teach people as they're getting into teaching and leadership and creating courses is if you start freaking out and worrying about um, selling it, like why aren't people buying this, turn back inside, care for one, yourself, and two, the people that are already in your care. Um, And one of the things that I'll do is I'll write the names of all the people I'm caring for on a piece of paper. I'll put it on my wall. Maybe I'll print out their photos. I'll say, what does Rachel need? What does Carrie need? What does Ashley need? Like I say their names. I see their faces. Like you are caring for real people. So maybe you only are mentoring one person right now or two people. How can you be the best freaking mentor for those two people? Like how could you just blow them away and make their experience amazing? So if you're hitting walls or you're not booking weddings or you're not getting people to buy your art or whatever the issue is, turn inside and say, how can I make this better for the people I'm already caring for? How can I be even more grateful for the people who have invested in my art and in my passion or in my teaching? Um, How can I up-level what I'm giving them? And that's always a great place to go, and it just makes you even more grateful for the people that are already in your care instead of always chasing new people. And that will just lead to frustration And a lot of times it will actually create a block to new people coming in because you're not doing your best work for the people that are already investing in you. So there's my six things that I have learned from now having, so I've launched Danger School twice and I launched my mastermind in the fall. Um, I I went from, I doubled my income last year and created um, about over $300,000 in sales in the six months since we have talked. Um, so that was a big jump for me. And I know like, you know, we always see ads of, uh, this is how you make a million dollars. This is how you make seven figures. Or this is how you grow to this point. And it feels so impossible. It feels so far from like where we are right now. And so the reason to share numbers for me is it's, it is a real thing that you walk towards gradually. I didn't overnight snap my fingers and make a million dollars. Online courses, you won't snap your fingers and automatically make six figures from them. There's a lot of work and a lot of time and a lot of tending your garden that goes into creating a successful business. And I want to share stages along the way because it a lot can change in a year. Um, A lot can change in two years, and it's worth starting to plant the seeds now and to start growing and to start um, tending that garden and knowing what you want to be harvesting in a few years. So I hope this was helpful. Um, Share on Instagram if you are listening. I love to see who is listening to the Porchcast. Um, I would love to know what you thought was helpful and anyone that you would love to hear me interview in the future as I'm picking this back up. 
In the show notes, there is information on Danger School. It's always something that you can buy. It's self-paced, and we also coach through it every few months with the challenge group, which those are super fun. Um, And my mastermind is an application process, and we um, right now are full, but we'll be opening a few spots later this year. So I hope you have a great day. Enjoy the snow if you are experiencing snow like me. And thanks for listening to The Porchcast. Checking in.